I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Literally work on those shots. And I don't work on it so I can just come out and just shoot it for the whole game. I work on it just because over my career, I know how much attention I'm going to get from defenses. So it's just like you just keep us to add more things, add more and more, and keeping stuff in your pocket um, in case these type of situations do present itself. And even if it's not something you want to lean on, it's something that you have there that you know you worked on, you spent time doing, so you got confidence in it when the time does come. So that's why when I was just standing there, I was like, well, it's probably not good in a lot of people's eyes, but I'm comfortable with this and I'm confident in this. So to me, it's a a solid shot. And I mean, for him to say, that's a bad shot. I mean, that's just kind of being a poor sport. Um, If anything, it was bad defense because I had the ball in my hands with two seconds and I wasn't going to drive, so... Maybe you should have just bodied up. What's up, family? This is the Playmaker Podcast. I want to thank you guys for tuning in once again. I'm your host, Reggie Coleman. Nikita Monroe-Thomas. And you just heard a, a clip from Damian Dollar. Lillard. Uh, Quiet the assassin. Silent, the silent assassin. Yeah, we was, on the, we was on the same page. <laughs> and uh, you heard, he said, basically, Paul George should have played better defense. Because um, mm-hmm. we know Paul George, after the game, he said that was a bad shot. But um, mm-hmm. what do you think about that, Keita? About that interview and how the game went? Uh, next question in my Westbrook voice. Um, but the in all seriousness, as the time was winding down, I'm watching the game and I and I thought that uh, Paul would come up more. I thought he would body him more. I thought everybody knew that Dane was going to shoot from there. He's been shooting. I think he's six for eight Correct. from beyond that point. What thirty feet and beyond? He he made six out of eight. So that's not a bad shot to him. That may be a bad shot for anybody else. You get what I'm saying? But um, overall, it just was a whole uh, circle of frustration for the OKC Thunder, the team, the coaching staff, and the organization in general. Um, for you to have um, struggled to get into the playoffs, and it, it seemed like this would be a series that you would be favored in um, to get embarrassed like that, to lose 4-1, to um, all the antics and stuff like that. As a as an OKC fan, it did rub me the wrong way because we didn't accomplish anything. We were still down 2-1 uh, when we were doing all those celebrations and stuff. And I agree with everything Dame said, doing all that. and that, Yeah, that's cute when you – if we, it was vice versa, if we was up. You get what I'm saying? So it just really put a bad taste in my mouth that we didn't come out with more fight and then uh, the – the excuse me, they just played better. They just played better. I like how Damian Lillard came out and said that on CJ McCollum's 
podcast. Mm-hmm. He basically said he works on that that shot all the time. Correct. It's not just him going out in games and just chucking up thirty footers and just hoping they go in. He Correct. works on that with his trainer mm-hmm. every day, mm-hmm. every practice, before and after practice, to make him feel comfortable where that's a comfortable shot and that he's in comfortable range. That's well, he's what he a, he's it. one of the most lethal scorers in the NBA, but he's not uh he's not seven foot like KD, right? Okay, so we got him there. He's not uber athletic. Like a like a Westbrook. So what can I do to separate my game? Because as as the years go on in the NBA, certain things in your game changes. You get what I'm saying? So um, I'm not going to be able to get into the paint maybe as easy as the years go on. But if I work on this 30-footer, then it's going to be easier when you do get in the lane. You get what I'm saying? So um, it was a bad shot if it wasn't uh, it's a bad, It's a bad shot for anybody that don't have the last name. Harden, Curry. Correct. Actually, just Steph Curry, not his brother. He not there yet. And uh, yeah, James yeah, Harden, I'll put him in that. Yeah, I put I put James Harden in. Those it. three, they can take those shots. With I wouldn't mind Kyrie. I wouldn't mind Kyrie taking it. True. Um, that would be something I would shot. want him That's to a, do often. But I wouldn't mind Kyrie taking it because then if if you have to respect Kyrie shooting at thirty plus, then this is going to be a tough road ahead because his his handle is too disgusting and he his easiness to get to the basket is just like so. If you have to guard Kyrie past thirty, that's just. Y'all should be happy. It's Dame that expanded his game, and it wasn't. You get what I'm saying? Like exactly. If, if that was a Kyrie, that'd be different. And Paul George should have known, like, he was going to pull up. He because was, the thing about it is, he had, yeah, you're not going to He uh, was killing the whole game. Whole game. I thought, so, I was, guys, OKC is my team. I'm, I, we know that. We established that. I wasn't watching the game because I'm like, I'm going to wait till the fourth quarter. I said, hey, Google, what's the score? They said 97 to 1. So, I'm like, okay, yeah. We about <laughs> they to, was up 15 in the Yeah, we about to come back. We about to... Three two, I'm excited, and then um, I check my phone. And I'm like, oh lord, Dame time! It done got close, so I turned the game on, and I was very disappointed in the shot selection, the 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 offensive calls by Benny Donovan. It was just a whole all around. I know a lot of people blame Westbrook, and and rightfully so. He took a lot of bad shots, but Paul George missed those crucial free throws. He had a turnover, and I feel like. This is all blame Westbrook. All the stuff I've been watching on the sports shows is oh, let's blame Westbrook. Westbrook, Westbrook. Okay, that's the what about the coach? Thing to do. They love to blame Westbrook because what about he's, Paul the, George? he's the most outspoken. That's that's the reason why he's the most outspoken. Of recent, he's been doing a lot of antics on the court, specifically rocking a baby when he got somebody in the post, yeah, which but is you, fine. I, but I think, that's why he gets that, yeah, that, that criticism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. criticism because, it's warranted. I'm yeah. not saying it's not warranted, but what I'm saying is is a team thing. Like Billy Donovan is the coach. He can't take Westbrook out. Dennis Schroeder is a is a savvy vet that can control that. Even Raymond Felton had good minutes in certain games. You get what I'm saying? So Westbrook is taking those bad shots because the coach is not taking them out and he's not being held accountable. So if I'm a player and I'm just being able to come down and we up and I'm just gonna shoot, I'm just gonna keep shooting all my mid ranges. They're missing, they're missing, they're missing. I'm obviously I'm off, and I'm gonna just keep shooting. Them. My coach not taking me out. Nobody's holding me accountable. The triple doubles is cool, but we're not winning. This is his third exit from the first round since KD left. And now you think about it like, wow, KD was telling us something, wasn't he? Maybe. So so with that being said, I know this loss is fresh and you guys are just getting on vacation and going fishing and whatnot. So what do you think? <laughs> It'd be your own So what do you think they should change or what do you think should happen with the with the Thunder? I know Roberson is coming back. Me personally, I don't think 
he's that big of a difference. But no, because you know think? he can't. His his three point percentages, and, and that's what I feel like. Okay, see, they just need to put it on the table what they struggle with and address those needs. And and I'm a big OKC fan. Um, I'm a big Westbrook fan, but I'm not naive to the fact that you cannot win a championship with Russell Westbrook. I know that, but that doesn't mean that you can't put pieces around him to help him get to that point. But if he's your main guy. Um, it's not going to happen. It's just his 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 level of play, how he plays in, in crucial situations when the game's on the line. I can't trust his judgment as much as I feel like I should be able to with a seasoned vet like himself. He's not a young player, you know. So the 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 criticism that he gets is warranted. You know what I'm saying? But he can't be your number one to uh, uh, get you to a championship level. But you can add pieces to him. He's a great person. He's a great facilitator. Guys, I'm sorry. I know he averaging triple double, so he's getting ten plus assists. He has nobody to shoot the ball around him. He has no three point consistently. Guys, he gets to the paint, he kicks it out to these guys, and they miss. So I don't know what you want him to do here. Uh, Adams, Adams is good. We need we need somebody else though that can come off you the bench and give. You need a legit two guard. Who yes. Can shoot. Yes, but we have that in Paul George. He plays the three nowadays. That's true. So. Dude. Roberson is not the answer next season, so don't think it for all you Thunder fans. No, Westbrook I love is Roberson. Not the though. problem. Paul George is not the problem. Billy Donner, Donovan may. Have I just some. gave him an extension. The thing about Billy Donovan is he gets a, he gets a, a, a bad rep, but it's warranted because it's like, sir, we don't see what decision making since y'all had the three one lead against the Warriors, and I and I praised Billy Donovan's um, coaching uh, during that series. Since then, I it's nothing for me to praise. Westbrook are, is ending games, and he's just blatantly shooting the, the, the Thunder out of games. And Paul George is to blame, too. You you don't miss those type of free throws in that type of game. You don't turn the ball over in that moment. And it's, at some point, everybody has to get held accountable. The, the Thunder need a coach that could just really, like, I'm not trying to say control Westbrook, but he has to be – Westbrook's not going to change his game because he don't feel like nothing's wrong with his game. But it's going to be more first-round exits – for in his future, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I agree. And they have some time to think it over, figure some things out, and uh, hopefully come back stronger next season and have a maybe, I guess, a higher seed, but more importantly, play better in the playoffs when it counts. Because Correct. that's everybody you, had yeah, the Thunder winning the series. Do. Everybody had the Thunder winning the series. I had them winning. I, I, I had them winning too. I said it in the first our first episode. It just was I tough. called them the underdog, and they looked just like that. The yeah, underdogs. man, and it and it was embarrassing because it's like you have a calm, collected whole team. Like the Trailblazers, are just calm, cool. We just gonna get our hard hats. We are gonna go to work, and then you got speak. then you got us. We all flamboyant, cocky for what? We've been <laughs> kicked out of the first y'all, round. Y'all down two one, three one, still celebrating. We've been kicked out of the first round the last two years, and we the ones coming in cocky. We we pointing at our watches. Yeah, it's time to go home. Dame said goodbye. When he waved at me, I put my head down like Dame just said. He just waved goodbye. Like, And I love how he was still calm when all his teammates jumped on him. The the, the <laughs> face is a, a meme now. Like It's all that's over gonna social be, media. That's the, that's the best meme right now since the Jordan cry face. Yeah. Because, and I posted it on our, on our yeah, uh, podcast yeah. page, Playmaker Podcast. And the caption was, if you call yourself your... Our friend, but you still ain't listening to one. You ain't episode, listen to one I, episode. I'm gonna let that go. And we don't let that go. We ain't trying to get petty. <laughs> uh, pettiness is for another episode. But if you're my friend and you haven't listened to one episode, I'm disappointed in you and I'm ashamed of you, guys. Because it's on, it's on, it's on everywhere. You can listen. We don't be holding you up for an hour. 
You get what I'm saying? But me and Reg, we ain't gonna get into that. Not yet. Not, we ain't gonna do that. We're not on that episode yet. But to move along, um, first, Westbrook, hell of a season. Averaging another, another triple-double. Correct. Which is three years in a row. That is, George, that is I good. I just want you to get healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, Shoulder injury. On the other side, Dame, Dame and CJ, keep going, bro. Because y'all, y'all been killing it all season, but now you're on this national stage where everybody can see what you can Correct. do. Um, Lillard, you're solidifying yourself as one of the top guards in the league. Definitely, um, definitely. And it was crazy. Remember, at one point it was Westbrook, um, Kyrie. Um, who else? It, it was it was Westbrook, Kyrie, Curry, Curry, and that Dane was lingering. But John now, yeah, you get what I'm saying. But now is is Dane Curry. Kyrie, in whatever order you prefer, is whatever you prefer. Exactly. You know, whatever you like, I'm putting Dame. It's just Dame's composure is what I like because he he's just like I'm. I'm gonna get the job done. I'm gonna do his best for the team. My best. I'm gonna take the best shot. Last it, the last game solidified it. The best shot was that. I'm a I'm a pull up from thirty plus because that's where I'm comfortable at and that's how the step defense the is playing. And I'm gonna step to the up. side and I'm gonna wave goodbye. That was all calculated and he was so calm about it. Even I'm going to shoot, shoot on the right side where my mom and my brother are. So yep. it's close for them to celebrate with me. Correct. Yep. My brother could hug me all that. Yep. And wave goodbye. And the reporter asked him, he said, what? I was just saying bye. The series over. The subtle shade and everything about Dame is just amazing because it's just so funny that my boys was really acting crazy. Like, bro, we still losing. Like, we still, we even could have lost that game that we won. Like, why are we pointing to our watches? And it ain't nothing to get hype. It ain't no wrong with getting hype or anything, but... We were really delusional. Like, like we was delusional. Like, it was just bad to watch. And when Dane hit that shot, I just put my head down and just collected my thoughts and was like, dang, I got to do a whole podcast with one of the pettiest uh, people I know that's going to talk about this. But good luck to the... But again, uh, shout out to your Thunder. It was it was a good season. Was it though? It wasn't a good playoff run. Yeah. Uh, another short exit. Uh, <laughs> You are something that was we're going to move man. along in the Western Conference. Let's talk about the Clippers and the Warriors real, really quick. Um, First of all, I know you was ecstatic that the Warriors lost. I'll, everybody knows I respect the Warriors. Yes. I dislike them as mm-hmm. a team. Mm-hmm. And I, and honestly, guys, them 10-30 games is hard for me to stay up and watch yeah, the whole the, game. Yeah, them 10-30 games. We're watching, we watching the highlights online, guys. We're going to try to bring you the best <laughs> stuff, but we, bo- we both work 9 to fives, you know? And honestly, I, I try to watch the first half, get a glimpse of how the game is going yep. and, and who's playing well. And then I Correct. wake up whenever I wake up, usually 7, 8, yep. 6 a.m., and I check the score, check my phone, yep. and um. I see who wins and who lost, who who loses. Yeah. And I saw the Clippers; they won. I mm-hmm. saw uh, Lou Williams had thirty three. Montrez Harrell had twenty six. Yep. Katie had forty five. Yep. But I also saw that the Clippers won, and I was shocked. We and said on the last you, podcast I, we didn't no, think they was gonna win another game. Definitely didn't think they was gonna. Win. I thought I thought they was gonna lose by twenty plus. Yeah, I did too. I'm not even gonna lie. And I was uh chilling and I'm and I'm looking and the, at the bottom of you know how they showed the little I'm like, the Clippers in the game close. I'm like, let me turn that real quick. And I watched the end of it. Lou Williams, oh my goodness. He been an assassin forever. Like he'd been a scoring assassin forever. Like, guys, if y'all wanna look up his 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 repertoire, it ain't hard to find. Like he been a scorer, you know what I'm saying? So it's just crazy to see on this stage how it's just like, bro, this is what I do, this is my job, I'm gonna do it. He was cooking, Katie. People just, it was the one play I saw. It, it was real nice. Hesitation cross. Mm-hmm. 
assist to Harold for the yep, dunk. But the dunk. Yep. Yeah. He been doing this and people are just I guess realizing it because right. it's on a national stage. Correct. But well, he's been on a lot of teams, you know. But I think this Clippers, I think he may, I hope that he found a home with the Clippers. Yeah, he just I like to see him in this market. Okay, good. Yeah, I like to see him in this market. I like to see him on this stage. And I think a reporter asked him about a starting job. He's like, nobody gave me one. I was one. just about to mention that. <laughs> like, nobody gave me one. I don't know what y'all want. He said, I had do. eight head coaches in my career. Yep. And not one asked me if I wanted to be a starter. None of them. <laughs> and that just shows you how. Locked in he is, how he accepts his role, but Correct. takes advantage of the role. Correct, yeah. Because, uh, and this goes out, this can go for all the young kids who's aspiring to be professional players. It doesn't have to be an NBA, it could be overseas. Correct. Um, you don't have to be a starter to play starter minutes and get Correct. starter points. like Or get or even get starter money. Exactly. Because Lou Williams getting, he getting the bag. Exactly, so... If you if you out there and you listening to this and you're in high school or middle school or going into high school or even going mm-hmm. into college, correct? Um, you just because you don't start don't don't mean you one of the best or better players on the team. Correct. You still can go out and average whatever you average or make a difference just as much as those players who start the game. Because uh-huh. I know from personal experience in me high well. school, I didn't start and I yeah, I had a bunch of great D one players and th- they know they're listening, but. Um, I was a sixth man. I came in. I usually ended the games, and that's all that really matters. You just embrace your role. Embrace your role and take full advantage of it. And sometimes it's better. Like, when I played in college, I wasn't a starter. I came off the bench, but my coach said, because of my energy, the team needed the energy. I'm like, bet. And I was getting starter minutes. So you just embrace your role. And if you're a real team player, you would do whatever it takes for your team to win. And scouts can see that. I know you guys don't believe it because y'all want to go to the big programs. And I'm not saying don't have those aspirations. But, guys, uh, student loan debt is real. So, if these schools Super are offering real. you. just pay one bill today. I just paid one, too. <laughs> uh, me and Ray ain't going to get into that because that could just. We don't want this podcast to go depressing. But what I'm saying is, I don't have. I'm not saying don't have aspirations to go to them big schools. What I'm saying is, if a school want to offer you a full ride and think about what you want to do after basketball, think about is basketball really all you want to do? Do you want to start a business? Do you want to be an eye tech? Do you want to do anything like that? Uh, because these schools will give you the money, and they don't always have to be these big stews. Dane went to Weber State. You get what I'm saying? So if your talent, you let your talent speak for itself. The bigger, pro, the bigger schools. Sometimes you can get consumed there, and now you a junior at Kentucky. Looking to transfer. <laughs> Why waste those two years when you already had a bunch of schools already lined up? Correct. A bunch of big schools, maybe mid majors, low majors, D two still give scholarships. Sure do. Listen. Pick the best school that's gonna make help you flourish on and off the court. Correct. Um, you don't want to just go to the big school because that's the big school and that's the big name. You think you're gonna get your followers up? You have to go for you. This yes. is not for anybody else. This is for your future mm-hmm. and what what you plan on doing with it. Um, and that's just the the best advice we can give you guys. Correct. We were that. student athletes. We wasn't so even we supposed to talk about college. Yeah, we wasn't even trying to get into this, but we just trying to be really serious with y'all. It's, the statistics of you getting in the NBA is the statistics of me and Reg hitting the lottery. Like, we're not joking about it. We're just being serious. So you have to have a, a second plan. You get what I'm saying? 
and and going to a smarter school, find your major, find something that you really want to do. I'm not saying don't uh, give up on your dreams or anything like that, but you have to have a backup plan that you're going to be happy with and you're going to be content with. And you don't want to look up five, 10 years and be like, man, I put so much into this one thing that I didn't look, have a B plan. I put so much into that. I didn't have a C plan. Have plans for your life because at the end of the day is what you want to do and is what is how you feel about it. As long as you can look yourself in the mirror, like I made the right decision. I'm good with that. And on the flip side of, just going back to Lou Williams and that question, um, if you don't accept your role, then that's that's going to deteriorate deteriorate your your game, your mental, how you mm-hmm. think and how you act and how you practice. Don't. It's harder to get into the NBA now. And I'm just, I'm not even talking about the NBA, but that is true. But just in general, if you play basketball or any sport, or yeah, in life in general, if you don't right. accept your role. Yeah, you, it's gonna be a frustrating season or a couple seasons or whatever, whatever the case may be. Because yeah, I agree with you. You not accepting your role is not helping you, and the coach may not even care that because that's the role he's giving you. You should have to embrace it, and if you don't, maybe have a meeting with your coach, see where you can best fit, mm-hmm. and maybe you don't fit, and maybe you try all the avenues to stay on that team, and sometimes it just doesn't work. Yeah, it just doesn't work, but don't be so quick to just quit. Like, I, I told Reg this, um, not to get off topic, but women's college basketball, this is it's like an all-time rated transfer. It's like, these girls are just transferring, like, they're leaving. They're not sticking around, they're not waiting around, but the talent pool in women's basketball is at a high rate. So you have to know and you have to trust your game that when you go to these high programs, it's not just one girl behind you. It's not just two girls behind. It's like three girls behind you that's waiting to see if you gonna either you gonna make it. All right, I'm, I'm gonna go somewhere else, or now you crumbling a little bit. I'm gonna come there. Now you gotta fight for your job. But don't be a quitter and just be like, oh, well, they done picked the best freshman in the league. I'm gonna leave. Nah, beat fight for it. At the end of the day, women's college basketball, you stand there four years to get a degree. Why not fight for it? A lot it? of kids nowadays don't want to compete. Nah. They don't. They want the easy route. If I'm a McDonald's All-American, I should just be starting. No, not necessarily. Nah, when you, once you get to the college, some people don't get that, that accolade of being an All-American, McDonald's, Jordan Gaines. But they still, they, still, they still go to work on you. Correct. I'll tell you that. But um, we, didn't, we didn't plan on... We ain't going to preach that. to y'all about that. But um, <laughs> that's just for all the young kids, college people who's in college or playing ball, mm-hmm. anywhere. Just mm-hmm. That's just something to think about from Lou Williams. Uh, him, yeah, he's scoring a lot, but he never been offered a starting job. Correct. So and he embraced it and, embraced and made it for what it is. He's going to go in the Hall of Fame as a six-man. Just and think about that. Just think about it. You get what I'm saying? He embraced his role. He took the opportunities that was given to him. And, and one thing I could say is when I was in high school, I didn't do that. You just get so, com- like, I want to start. I want to do this and that. No, work on your game and figure out what you can do best to fit the team. Because if you sit there and complain and, and, and mope around, all that's going to pass you by. And everybody that you thought you was better than is getting better while you're sitting there expecting things. Don't expect anything from anyone. Your coaches, staff, your, your employer, your bosses. Because you're just a number if you're not working for yourself. You get what I'm saying? So. Yeah, and before we move along... Game six is tonight. Tonight, right? Who you got? I got the Warriors. I got it's the hard Clippers. For me to say I got that. the Clippers by ten. By ten. In LA. One twenty five. One fifteen. Yeah. Steph Curry gonna sh- is I- Steph Curry gonna show up this game? Ooh. Cause I ain't seen him the last game. I was like, "Where's Steph Curry at?" Turn over in the corner. Turn over Curry in the building. Y'all, y'all see the accolades of Steph Curry, but when the game get crunchy, sometimes 
They don't talk about it though. He be he be missing. He be in my head sometimes and when the crunch. I hope, I hope they do lose, but I got You don't think so? By twenty? What you I think? <laughs> I think they gonna win by twenty. I don't think they losing twice in a row. And I think that that, that Clippers that they gonna get home, they gonna I just see I don't know. Maybe I'm reaching, y'all. I think the Warriors may have overlooked them a little bit last game because they saw the the Rockets. Oh yeah, they was looking, yeah. They was looking at the Rockets, uh-huh. the Rockets won. And they was just overlooking, like, oh, we got to get ready for that. Because the thing about the Clippers is, there's a lot of eight seeds that played one seeds before. But this this ain't a dog eight seed, in my opinion. Like, remember that Warriors eight seed that beat the Mavs? We kind of, everybody kind of figured that would happen. But this uh, this Clipper team, everybody's just dogs. They they, they hone, they roll, they play, they position. So it's, just, it, it's an upset, but it, it's not likely. You get what I'm saying? It's not something that we expect. If the Warriors lose tonight... You don't put yourself in a dog fight for Game Seven because oh, yeah. now they they have nothing to lose. If they lose Game Seven, they done wore y'all out for y'all next series. Against so they the want, so they really want. You get what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So they really uh, putting you putting the Warriors in a bad position. You know, let's play spoiler. The Clippers win tonight. They they expanded the series to seven games. Mm, that ain't good. So you got them one twenty five, one fifteen. Yep, sure do. I got the Warriors one seventeen. To 100. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, yeah I got the Warriors in the net tonight, getting ready for the Rockets. the Rockets on Sunday. Okay. Um, But a second-round matchup that is already set is the Bucks and the Celtics. I mm. think that's going to be a really good one. For some reason, I think the Celtics could win. And the thing about it is everything tells me it, 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 it's, it's not. The numbers, like all that, I know that. But for some reason, I feel like the Celtics – can do it. They don't have an answer for Giannis. Who does? Okay, guys, we can have this conversation Nobody. all day. Nobody it is okay. I feel like if you can, um, and and so many people say like, ah, he can't shoot. Make him shoot. Yeah, it's easy to, to say. say that. Yeah, but I that think... man, he'll shoot one or two just to see. Like, let me see if I can make. But this. then he be. But then he go to the basket. Yeah. Euro. Mm-hmm. He's his uh, arm length is probably eight feet something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just dunking on people with no remorse. Sometimes I be like, is he gonna let no dunk? <laughs> like it'd be abnormal to see. Like I, I ain't never seen nobody that tall and linky just. And he's not a big, big, the last big, big Shaq re- kind of guy. You get that's what, what I was about to say. The last person we remember is well, I remember yeah, Shaq doing that. Yeah, yeah. And Shaq already handed that Superman name over to him. Mm. Not Dwight Howard. He gave. It to I think the, you can't give yourself like the word Dwight messed up. Like you can't give yourself a nickname. Dwight still in the league? Huh? Right. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Reg, I'm not playing with you today. I'm not gonna talk about no Dwight Howard. You know what he did to my Lakers? You know, guys, I've never been a Lakers fan, but I was at the at the time Kobe was still there. Dwight wasn't ready for that. He was handing the torch over. We need another big man. He wasn't ready. But we ain't gonna get into that, man. So. Uh, Celtics, no, actually, Bucks in six. Bucks in six? Yeah. I, I, in my heart, I want the Celtics to win. I'm not even going to lie. But I just feel like they just can't do it. I just don't think they could do it. I see, um, I see seven games. I changed games. My, my vote from the beginning, what I just said. I'm going to say it's going to go get seven games. You I think so? I think so. Because Kyrie Irving in the playoffs is just a different type of man. He he brings out all the He's tricks. He's passing a lot better too. Oh yeah. I don't think people really. Um, Tatum has been playing well, and yep. when and Gordon Hayward off the bench has been playing well. I think that was a good thing for them to do, bring Hayward off the bench. 
Yeah, you gotta ease him back into what he can't just he can't come from injury and be who he was in Utah. Like Utah, yeah. he was hooping. That, that was, like that was the role they, they needed him for. Yeah. I think the Celtics just need him a role for what fifteen, eighteen points in that, with that with yeah. the uh, bench with the bench team. Um, lock like down we open saying, threes. Like we were saying, you know embrace, saying? Your like, yeah. embrace your role. Embrace your And this is the perfect opportunity for him to do that. It was he was he was offensively had to do that in Utah. He doesn't have to do that in Boston. So that feel like now his game is going to be even better because he's going Kyrie's going to help him get open shots. That's a good. Oh, yeah. So now you just got to knock him down. So you saying the Bucks and six, right? Bucks and six. Who who's the X factor for the Bucks? You think? Who's the one that shoot threes? What's his name? Middleton. Middleton. Yep. Chris Middleton. Yeah. Chris Middleton. Yep. When when he plays well, they do do a lot better because yep. he opens the floor and correct. Who, you know who else? Brooke Lopez. Since he, I like Brooke. He too. was on the Lakers last year, correct? Yeah, he yeah, was on yeah. the Lakers last mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. and he didn't. He start. He just started shooting threes, but now he's like a but he's shooting a full out yeah. shooter. Yeah, they say he not hitting them. Down. I said, Brooke, what are you doing out there? He be hooping. Are you lost? No three-point line. I don't want no post work. Just, nah. I'm going to stand out on this three-point line on this perimeter. You yep. kick it out to me, I'm, th- I'm putting I it I feel up. like that, that that's going to be an area where the Bucks expose Boston. Like rebounding. and They don't really have a post presence like that. That's why I'm saying Giannis. We know Giannis going to go off. But I feel like when Brooke coming in and get the minutes, he's going to have an opportunity to get a lot of offensive rebounds, a lot of block shots. When Kyrie uh, dishes, Brooke is there, Giannis is there. So it's going to be a difficult series for the Celtics. I feel like um, they definitely have to get a lot of fast break points, in my opinion, um, to, to speed the game up. The Bucks they could stay in the half court and be methodical like that, or they can run and get Giannis some dunks and stuff like that. So it's, just, it's going to be definitely a coaching series, in my opinion. Uh, look out for the adjustments that both coaches make. That's what I think this series gonna come down to. So you say Celtics and six. So let me no Bucks and six. Oh Bucks and six. I'm sorry. Wait, actually, wait. Let me see, guys. I'm sorry. I really, really think the Celtics could pull this off. Like Celtics and seven. All right, I changed it. Celtics and seven. Yep. Kyrie gonna hit the uh, a big shot again. Oh yeah. Yep. Let me get my prediction. Actually, I'm gonna say Bucks and six, like you originally said. And for the first game, I'm gonna say. Boston won't steal it or not? This is one of the best matchups, I think. Yeah, this is going to be good. I think the Bucks going to win game one. If they lose game one, it's going to be super close. Maybe like towards the end, maybe a last shot or overtime win by the Celtics. That's how I feel they would steal game one. But I feel like the Bucks going to come out super duper hype and just be super like aggressive and really try to take it to them this first game and see what's going on. Like, how they gonna guard Giannis and stuff like that? This first game, we gonna really be able to tell how the series gonna go, in my opinion. I think the Bucks will win Game One because the Celtics are gonna be so focused on Giannis that, like you said, Chris Middleton. He, I think he's gonna have twenty plus. Yeah. The first game, and he's gonna put him over that that edge and win that game. Mm-hmm. So Game One, Bucks will win. Series, Bucks will win the six. Is my prediction. Mm, I like it. Celtics and seven though, guys. Kyrie, something about Kyrie, I just feel like he's gonna be, he's gonna be, he's gonna be good. But let's move on, guys. So, I recently listened to a podcast and he was talking about like uh, how people were saying he's gonna cancel Gucci and stuff like that, guys. I just want to say, what is that about? 
because nobody's canceling it. I have been seeing people buy Gucci at a high rate, and I'm confused. I'm like, I thought we was canceling it. They did something demeaning that's demeaning to our people. This is not the first time. And I was just set, taken aback, like, guys, they did blackface. If you guys can look up and see how demeaning that was for black people at that time, they didn't uh, respect us enough to want to put us in, uh, like, movies or, like, whatever they were doing pertaining acting. So they had Caucasian people put blackface on, and we were in uh, roles playing uh, people that were um, mentally... It, like, it, w it was real disrespectful. And Gucci did something with a mask, and it was real disrespectful. So all the big celebrities was coming out saying cancel Gucci and stuff like that. But um, i just been recently seeing, like, everybody's buying Gucci. I'm like, I'm confused, like... I just want to say, like, guys, you have to, if you don't stand for something, you're going to fall for anything. All these big brands, Preach. all these big brands do this to us. You get what I'm saying? And if you guys don't know, uh, African-American people, we spend the most money at Gucci. And Gucci is known for, they were Euro the European type of stuff. But we have taken it and turned it into a culture phenomenon. So, so we did that for a brand that doesn't even respect us. If you if if all of us stop supporting Gucci or all these brands that disrespect us or do things that we don't that we find offensive, then we could put your money back into your community. You get what I'm saying? Y'all spending all this money at these places at these different institutions, but your friend got a business. Your your mom friend got a restaurant, but y'all spending all this money at these different places, guys. You got to try to keep it black as much as we can because these big companies don't care. They did this like months ago. And I'm like, I'm I'm confused. I'm like, what's going on? Like they disrespected us. They they like like play with us like yeah we're gonna do this and we know they, they they just gonna wash it over and that's exactly what we did like you got to be mindful of the things that you do and the things that you put on your body because they don't respect us we done built this brand up i'm not knocking gucci for what they did they gucci's been gucci but what i'm saying is if none of all these rappers and all these people didn't put it together and match it up and post pictures on the gram and make songs about it and all that. Gucci is just at a super high level, but they don't respect us. They don't care about us. They just, they did it. They did the blackface and then we just, we just brushed it over. Like y'all really got to understand that if you don't put your money back into your community, we, uh, in the years to come, we're going to be nothing. We're going to have nothing. And we're going to just have to depend on all these people that really don't respect where we came from, really don't respect what we've been through and really don't understand that, our money is sacred, guys. You have to put your money back into your community some way, somehow. And if it's not your community, figure it out. Go online. You look online for everything else. Y'all look in line for buying them new Jordans. You get what I'm saying, guys? Be mindful of the money that you spend and what you put on your body because it's a representation of you and what you teach your kids. You get what I'm saying? If you look up, you wearing Gucci, and then your kid go online. But, Mom, Gucci did the blackface. What is blackface? Now, so you explain your kids what blackface is, but you wearing it. You are you're a contradiction. You get what I'm saying? So you just be mindful, guys. Are we canceling Gucci or not? I've been canceled, which I couldn't afford it anyway. So I was canceled by default. But I Facts. still wouldn't. I still wasn't going to wear it, even if I could afford it, because it's like it don't it don't stand for what I believe in. You get what I'm saying? I, I'm putting money into somebody so they could buy a private jet. No, mm -hmm. how about I find money and put it into somebody so they could put a college fund for their kids, a local business or something like that, guys? It's black businesses all over the world. You could put your money into. You get what I'm saying? So just be mindful of that. I don't want to go on no tangent. I'm not trying to preach to y'all, but I'm just being mindful. Like, it really hurt me to see, like, wow, like, they really disrespected us in a way that you can't, a sorry is not going to be enough. Like, if you guys don't look up and understand what blackface is, how demeaning it is to the African-American people, like, that's just, like, something you don't play with and you don't toy with. Like, it's something that really hurt a lot of people because it's like, man, you don't even respect us enough to put us in, in these movies or whatever they was doing. 
but you'll put this Caucasian person and put blackface and then you're demeaning us in the way we were acting. So they were saying we were stupid, right? They was putting us in the people we were in blackface saying we were stupid. We were, we were not educated, uh, all this stuff guys. And y'all let these, these big companies do this and y'all boycott. Oh no, don't wear it. Don't wear it. Now, two months later, everybody wearing it. I think, I think most of these artists and celebrities spoke up about it because it was the hottest topic and they, some, I will say some like really boycotting, but most aren't. They just wanted for that one or two weeks, they wanted to say, oh, they were wrong. I'm not going to wear Gucci anymore Correct. or any of these brands. But mm -hmm. then that one or two weeks passed, everybody brushed it up to the side, Correct. forgot about it. And now you see them. On Instagram, yeah, I'm like at these awards. Yeah, I'm like I'm confused. Like, what's Gucci. going on here? Like nothing happened. A sorry is not enough, guys. They did like come on. What else do these? What else do y'all want these big brands to do? They I, one of the big brands made something with a with a lynch. Like what do y'all want these people to do? Like they really don't respect the, the our past with slavery. None of that. They don't care. But they know like we're so sucked into this. This let me wear this because. So somebody could say, I got this on. Like, even when we was young, like, I'm not even trying to be a hypocrite. And I see somebody with Gucci or Louis or all that on. Oh, they got money. Nope. That don't. Nope. You want to know what now what I think? Oh, snaps. They got their own business. They got money. Because now they they they, they smart. They're thinking. They're, they want to have wealth for their children. I, I can't give no Gucci nothing to my kids. What am I going to give it to them? What they going to do with it? Sell it, okay. I don't have no stock in Gucci. Like none of this is is doing anything for you. Spending fourteen hundred dollars for a pair of shoes or fourteen hundred dollars for a shirt and that's like, disrespecting. You get what I'm saying, bro? Like fourteen hundred for a shirt, bro. What that shirt do? Fly? I'm gonna be able to fly, bro. I don't know what you're gonna be able to do with your shirt, but I know people gonna think you got money. <laughs> and that's that's wrong. And I live with my mom, but I got a fourteen hundred dollars shirt. That's that's what's wrong with our cultures. Um, if you can, I guess if you can afford it. Go ahead, why not? But just for spe speaking for our people and the people who are in the middle class, low class, Correct. or whatever the case may be, and you around here walk walking around with all this designer gear, whether it be Gucci, Louis, Fendi, all these Balenciagas, like, wh where are your priorities? Like, Correct. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not counting nobody pockets. I don't know. No, what you yeah. Make, no, what no, you no. Do. We're not trying to do that. We're just trying to be just mindful. Think about what you're spending your money on, and Correct. how much you're spending, how much you can do. With that money on other things, you Correct. can get, you can buy some stock in Adidas, Nike, and different things. You can buy stock in companies mm -hmm. and create generational wealth. Mm -hmm. But instead, you buy a shirt, you buy these shoes that'll last you maybe one a year, if that. And Correct. Then, then, then you do what? You buy another shirt that's Correct. another eight hundred dollars. Like I just never got the point of that. All these designer belts. It's fine to have maybe one if you. If you wear belts a lot, but Correct. I just never got it because like eight hundred dollars for mm -hmm. a shirt is never my wave. Like, and that's what that's another problem with our culture. We we try to follow waves too much. We just, we just gotta stay in our. Lane. I'm telling you, Stop bro. To keep up think about it like this: If we had our own wave, like it's it's a lot of creative black people out there in your communities around the world that's doing a lot of things, guys. Like somebody just said online, you have a Nipsey hustle in your own hood that you're not supporting. You get what I'm saying? So remember that, guys. You can go online. Okay, I'm gonna look online. I'm going to a party or something. I need something. All right, let me see. Anybody, any black owned where I'm at? 
And he this I'm real conscious of that now. I'm not trying to be a hypocrite because I'm not just saying this is me forty five years ago. You might have find tweets or something. Maybe I was maybe I'm saying I won Gucci belt. I'm not trying to be a hypocrite. But what I know now is that that's not the wave. I need to support who supports me. You get what I'm saying? Um, if if you go to afford it, do what you do. I'm not trying to like like Ray said. We're not trying to count your pockets. But these people have blatantly disrespected us for so long. When are we going to take a stand? When are we going to support somebody? We can make a black. We can make somebody in our community the Gucci. You get what I'm saying? We could put them to that standard. We could put them to that pedestal. If you took all the people that, all this people, all this money that we spend with Gucci, Louis Prada, all them, and put it into the black community, they wouldn't be trying to um come in and take over. Guys, they coming in, they taking over, they building all these all these uh, houses that we can't afford. They're trying to uh, take over our, our communities, guys. And if you take that money that you're spending outside your community and put it in, you'll be surprised at the outcome. Maybe your mom won't have to move out where she at. Maybe she can keep her home there. And they're not going to try to come to her house and try to buy it off of her or something like that because the community is being built up. You get what I'm saying? But and we're not trying to go on a tangent, but we're just trying to be, hold each other accountable. Me and Reg hold each other accountable. We just was texting about supporting black businesses. We're not trying to be hypocrites because we both young we both been there like man I, i'm not even gonna hold you i'm like man i do like them slip up Balenciagas, but for seven eight hundred dollars that's not where my focus at because i know that money can go elsewhere you get what i'm saying and to go along with that talking about all the designer gear and if you can afford it or not um just think about this real quick if if you can't buy it twice and still feel comfortable with where you are financially don't get it if you can't buy two pairs of whatever you wanted to get and not feel comfortable with your money, mm. don't do it. That's mm. just a quick piece of advice. Uh, I heard somebody say that, and I'm just carrying it along. That's a good point. Um, you can't I'm not going to take credit for it, but yeah, that's just a quick... If you can't buy it twice, would you feel comfortable? Yeah. Would you feel guilty after buying it? Yeah. yeah. If you would feel you guilty after... for the rest, rest of the, of the week? week? Yeah. But you got the Gucci uh, belt on, though. And you the wear that every day. Mm-hmm. Tuck, with the shirt tucked in I seen your Gucci belt in 500 of your pictures I know you got a Gucci belt congratulations just the, the front part of your shirt tucked in not yeah. the back <laughs> <laughs> I see I see the, uh, the the fancy underwear I see it I see it I know but you on a bus stop with me we both on a bus we on a bus stop together but you got a Balenciaga shoes and everything on guys we gonna get off we gonna get off of this cause I'm about, I'm, I'm angry about it cause I'm like I thought we canceled I'm so confused I text Red like shout out to the clout chasers Everybody can't be one. Don't try to be one either. Just stay in your lane. Do what you do. And, I'm a Clarence shopper success. and I'm happy about it, guys. I love to sell. Stay right. in your lane. Stay in your lane, guys. I we love get, all the outlets. We're going to get off of this because we ain't trying to go in on y'all. Because I know people listening is wearing Gucci. We're not trying to. We're not knocking you. We thank you for supporting the Playmaker if podcast. If you heard this while you wearing your Gucci Take belt, it off. Just un- untuck your shirt. Like, yeah, just untuck your shirt. Don't, yeah. Everybody, if you got money, people know you got money. Yes. So you don't got to floss it. Definitely don't. But let's move on, Reg. Let's talk about a little music, Reg. Mm-hmm. Would you, let's go back and let's let's talk about current music. I'm going to talk to you a little bit. Okay. Um, let's see. The the mumble rappers. like these, ah. the, the, Do you listen to the radio at all? So, honestly, my, my friend Ambrose, mm-hmm. he just, he was in Jersey. He's from Delaware. Mm-hmm. He was in Jersey last weekend. And he, okay. he asked, like, what music do you listen to? I was like, bro, honestly, I don't listen to much music anymore since I've been heavy in this podcast and stuff. Correct. Um, I try to listen to a lot of podca- different podcasts. Yeah, we're trying just to grow to, our brand. So yeah, it's hard to, to listen, listen to music. To what to do. But yeah. if I had... Like, if I had the time to listen to some music, what would, like, if you had, like, a whole day to yourself, no work... You just, just talking about the mumble rappers or in general? Like, 
and mumble like are you listening to any of these guys like the the um i'm not knocking on these guys. i'm just naming some guys not they're not lie. all mumble like the little lie. do you know who little baby is i like little baby though. like his flow like, is a, a vibe like so the thing about i think the thing about mumble rappers and the rappers we'll mention our favorites is i think people are trying to put them in a box that they're not in these guys are not hip-hop like the method mans and all them guys they're separate they're doing their thing it's really a vibe like you said that's the perfect way to describe it it's like vibe. Like, that's what these kids are into. Yeah, they don't yeah. know no Jay-Z's, no 50s, and none of that. But don't knock them for it. They wasn't born in that era. So many older, uh, I guess, old school rappers and, I guess, critics or radio hosts and DJs, they, they're so used to people being lyrical. And that's what they look for. They have this tunnel vision where if you're not lyrical and you're I don't not even actually want to listen to nothing, something... something. You're bad. You're a mumble rapper. Correct. Uh, and most are mumble rappers, but yeah. how are you going into their music? What are you looking for? Like, Correct. if you're looking for lyrics, then yeah, you don't. You're not gonna like them. But if you're looking for a vibe, a yeah. lot of these kids got a vibe. Yeah, and they and they have a good. And the thing about it is, a lot of them, they talking about the things that they've been through. And you got to think about it. These kids nowadays, these rappers coming up, they rapping to get out of what they. What they going through? You get what I'm saying? It ain't. You gotta respect the the hustle. That's what I'm saying. Like, like they coming from the the SoundClouds to they now they getting their streams on Spotify. Like they're really grinding. They coming, I respect the grind they of them. Then they're millionaires off one hit. Yeah. Like how can you not respect that? I respect that. I think if you stop it trying to put these guys in the box of like, oh, this is old school hip hop, then we will be good. These guys, they're not. That's not what they're trying to be. They're not trying to be you no know, Tupac's, no Jay Z's, and stuff like that. That's not their lane. Um. And, but, most, and a lot of them say, like, that's not what I'm trying to be. That's not who I'm trying to be. Correct. And, and that's what they're... You got to think, these young guys coming in, their fan base is what eight. Let's say, like, my, my little sister is 13. Shout out to my little sister. She put me on all the new music, all these guys. That's how I know them. She's 13. So, if I'm saying their fan base is from, like, 13 to, like, 22, 23. So, they have a real young fan base. You think you're about to talk about generational wealth to a, a, a 17-year-old? You will, will hope they will understand, but they really that's not what they listen to the music for. You get what I'm saying? And uh, as a parent, you got to control... Uh, I didn't listen to the radio growing up. My dad had Biggie, Jay-Z, all the CDs and stuff. I never really listened to the radio like that. So, But these parents now, they turning up with the kids. They listening to the music. I don't have no problem with it, but um, stop trying to put these kids in the hip-hop box. That's not what they're, they are. Parent, parent and kid relationships nowadays are... We different. Than oh, what we these they're like sisters. Like the mom and daughters be like sisters or daddy. Yeah, be like you, you have to like, separate. It's no fine You have line. to separate it, and nah, it's not being separated. Now. That's why so many kids are having kids. Like yeah, yeah, but the music is not like. But I see My where trying to hold. Off track. But I see where a lot of the the older hip hop people and stuff are saying like hold the, oh, yeah, the younger kids hold them accountable. But what are you holding them accountable for? The, the, a lot of these hottest artists are what they're 18, 19 their, years old. Their fan base loves what they do. They love their yep. music. And sure that's do. all that matters. That's You're all that not matters. in that fan base. So don't don't just knock somebody off because you don't like it. If you don't like it, say I don't like it. Don't say it's trash. Like Correct. because that next kid is that's a hit. Yeah, that's a hit. It's so just yeah. how it is. That's how I feel about the quote unquote mumble rappers. I wouldn't even go mm. Mumble, I, I don't know. Maybe because you can't. A lot of them from the south, so you just gotta like. Even if you're talking to people in general, people, you gotta just listen closely to what they're saying. If you don't want to listen closely, you just want everything clear and, and precise. Gonna, That's not it. And I'm gonna say this right now, like, mumble rapper or not, my favorite, my favorite artist. I must tell y'all in a minute, but 
I don't know. I don't know lyrics to any my favorite songs. So you think I'm gonna know what a mumble rapper saying? Correct. No, it doesn't matter. I don't remember the lyrics to my favorite artist. So, like me personally, I just like I know some of the words and that's fine. I just listen for the mostly for the vibe. But like J Cole, for example, he's not my favorite, but he's he's, he's top one three. Of my favorite, yeah. Um, and I I love his music and he has a message. He he's lyrical and. I mean, I know his words, but he's he's great. And, Correct, and you and know he's what he's talking he, about. You know yeah. what he stands for, and you can relate to it. You get what I'm saying? Like me and Rachel will be saying is we don't listen to music all the time because we have other things to do. Like we're working on building our brand. We both have nine to fives. We both have our our other lives outside of this. You get what I'm saying? But um, when Reg is probably editing, he probably listens to a certain type of music. When I'm doing what I'm doing, trying to think about topics and think about anything we could do differently to have a better show, I'm probably listening to J. Cole. I'm probably listening to a mixture of 90s R&B. That's probably what I'm listening to. It's not a lot of hip-hop that I'm listening to nowadays. It's just because that's not the vibe I be in. But if I'm at the gym, then that's different. I'm at the gym. I listen to a lot of them. I wouldn't call them mumble rappers. It's vibe rappers. Like a lot of them, that's just be vibe. And I just like how the beat is. I really can care less what they're talking about because I'm old enough to comprehend that That's not the lifestyle that you're really living. You get what I'm saying? I'll tell you right now, my pregame turn up list went before I'm about to go out. And it started in college. Future, you turn any future song. Oh yeah, on, yeah. I don't care what he's saying. The I don't, beats being I kind of, I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> we could probably, we could probably have a hit. Is the, is that still vibing? Like, you just gotta have the right beat, and you good. Yeah, we might be out. Mixtape dropping soon. Playmaker podcast <laughs> mixtape, guys. Put your titles down for a track list. We might drop a little freestyle coming up. You never know. I mean, Red's trying to get a hit. We just need one hit. You feel me? But my favorite... God, this is a tough question. My favorite hip-hop artist. It's tough because... I listen to a lot of music. I listen to a lot of music growing up. So I listen to a lot of Biggie, a lot of Tupac, um, a lot of Karis. One, this is because of my dad. Shout out to my pop. I listen to a lot of that music. But if I had to be in my car just vibing, and I had just one CD to vibe to, and I'm driving maybe an hour or two, I'm probably going to have 50 Get Rich or Die Trying in there. That's number okay. one. And it's just a vibe. That whole album is a vibe. And then you think of 50 story prior to the beef with Ja Rule. Y'all, I know y'all know that. But I'm talking about when he was grinding, grinding, like putting the name out for himself before the beef was, before he needed beef to solidify who he was. Um, but this is a vibe of the whole album. And then you got Dr. Dre producing it. You got Eminem backing. It just was a hard album. You could guys could listen to the album front to back. It's just a dope album, super vibe. And you really got to understand where 50 came from, his story. And um, that's probably another one album I listen to. Who else? I definitely could listen to Jay Z. Um, Reasonable Doubt. Um, uh, my that's dad a had a, just a lot a of CDs. Like I listened to a lot of music, and it always wasn't albums. And I listened to jazz. Like, um, but it well, was you just listen to jazz. Yeah, my, yeah, my dad, bro. My dad never had the radio on. Shout out to my pop. Like he never had the radio on. We always listened to like like he would have like people just jazz music, just the instruments, and tell mm-hmm. me what the instruments was and stuff like that. So. I'm real versed in different type of music, but hip hop definitely uh fifty get Richard Dotron. That's probably one of my favorites. I can go to the gym, play that, I'm good. I'm right, good. So I'm about to give you So my favorite artist of all time would be Jay Z. Okay. Is it just the music it's, or with everything else? Well, back in the day I used to listen to Jay Z and Nas. I was never a biggie pop Fan. I think we were too young to be fans. And I didn't you understand. Yeah, they I died we real young, and I was young, yeah, so, so I didn't really yeah. listen to their music. And to this day, I'm not gonna lie and say I know 
multiple songs. No, I think our, I think because of the era we was in, we was young. So, Big and Tupac died when we was yeah. like six or seven. So um, my, I guess, quote unquote, Big and Tupac was Jay Z and Nas. Like, yeah. I, I listened to both of them because they were lyrical and they just had good music. And J- with Jay Z, he was he was well known, mm-hmm. established. Like, yeah, that's true. Um, what what else am I trying to say? He was he was. Yeah, he was solidified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Whereas he was out Nas, there. he was more underground. Um, yeah. Not as much publicity. But he, and he was spit. just. Yeah, he was just. His works, his still Matic album was tough. Yeah. Um, and with Jay Z, I like the Blueprint album. He had yeah. a song on there. He had a. That's a classic album in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I think and a lot of people think that. One song, I think a lot of people take that album. End, at the end of the the CD, he had Blueprint, mm-hmm. and his mama loved me and. Reason I I take it personal is because he he mentioned uh, Trenton. Yeah, he said something. I'm gonna let y'all listen to that clip, but it was just cool to hear him just mention where he actually came from, where he went to high school, and all that, and um and not forget because he's at a super left, and then you got to think if we me and Ranch could go out somewhere like New York or wherever and say we from Trenton, and they would have to Google it, right? And it's it's hard for us to explain like we from Trenton, New Jersey, like. Like, how don't you know we're training? But it's uh, it's possible because it's such a small uh, city, you know. But, um, yeah, hip-hop music nowadays, I feel like, stop comparing these artists to these hip-hop. They're not hip-hop. So who do you, who do you like today? Like Who do I like today? That's interesting because I just be going Spotify and I just do a shuffle of music. Mm-hmm. So I listen to a lot of the little babies, the mm-hmm. uh, baby, I think his name is. <laughs> my little sister. I think that's two different people. Yeah, it is. <laughs> My little sister, yeah, my little, uh, my little, shout out to my little sister, Jada, uh, T, little TJ, that's what, yeah, I listen to him, what would you think? I like him, I like him. So, she be putting me on all the music, so anything she listen to, I try to listen to, because I'm really trying to scan it for, uh, what it's talking about, so then I can, I have a conversation with her, like, you know, X, Y, and Z, they're not really doing X, Y, and Z, it's more so a learning, you can't stop these kids from listening to this music, so I just feel like, all right, why not listen to a with them, right, and just talk to them, have a conversation. That's where you bridge the gap. Because I think my little sister is 13. I'm 28. So our, our ages is far apart. So how can I how can I get close to her and and, and uh, understand how she comprehends music if mm-hmm. I don't listen to it and talk to her about it? So right. all these young artists that I know, the baby, little baby, um, NBA, all them, she listened to it, so I listened to it. And I like it. It's cool. It's a vibe. I don't right. think they're the most lyrical. And I'm and not listening. But I'm not it. listening to them to get anything lyrical or learn anything from them you get what i'm saying that's not what they're like i said their fan base is like 13 to 20 something like what are you what are you you're expecting a lot from these guys and i think it's unfair right so basically what we're trying to say is don't discredit these younger rappers on them not being them being trash like they're not trash they had they have their fan base yeah they have their own wave i think that's the perfect oh that's the right word perfect thing that you said right like they just have their own way. But I don't I don't mind the old heads holding them accountable for what they're saying. Yeah. Because guys let's all the, basically all the trolling and whatnot, that can stop. Like Oh yeah, that's different. That's, that's a different. whole different conversation. Yeah, that's yeah, that's just them being young, I think. But I don't I don't mind the old heads holding them accountable for what they say because we're just in a time where these kids are just really, really easily influenced. So I do feel like if you not doing something in your music, you should say you're not doing it. If you in your music saying you drink lean and you pop pills, but you know for a fact you don't do that, maybe you should say that right. in a statement or something. You don't. I'm not saying or stop in an interview. interview or in an interview. Don't be ashamed of what you're not doing. 
Because now your fans thinking you drinking lean, popping pills. I'm going to do that. No, 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 no. I stopped. Um, just saying this in my music for entertainment purposes only. I feel like that's where the music is with these young kids. It's entertaining purposes only. They don't do half the stuff they're saying. They can't. To be and at the level they, they are, they can't. Kids don't know they don't. And now the kids trying it. And now exactly. the kids ruining their lives before their lives even start. You're right. You're right. But what, so what do they do? <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard question to tell a young kid that's 18, 19, that's probably at one point was doing all that, to tell his fans that he's not, and they, the risk of losing your fan base. I see where it is, but at some point, you got to hold yourself accountable. And if you're a true artist and you take the craft serious enough, you will understand that your fan base is, is so young that you can say certain things like, guys, this is for entertainment. Don't do it X, Y, and Z. Even Meek had to say, like, yo, I don't even do that no more. Like, yeah. Or, or any big artist that was talking about it at one point, like, nah, I don't do that no more. Like, it really could cause you X, Y, and Z, you know? Yeah, and speaking of uh, artists and rappers and singers, any local artists in the New Jersey area, if you want to have your music on our podcast, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. as long as it's clean, yeah. send it to us, and yeah. we'll play it on our podcast. Sure will. If you want to be on and... If you have a story, a, a unique you have story, a, sh- a tape or your mixtape is coming out, long send it to us so we could we'll review it and see if it meets our criteria, what we stand for, um, and we'll support you. Um, Reg got the podcast. You can go on his. Uh, you could DM him. You could DM me. Both our social medias, um, and just let us know. We would definitely want to support anybody in the town. Also, if you have any um, businesses you want promoted on here, guys, we could talk about it. We ain't trying to charge you no type of money we be nope. trying to support so just if you want us to promote anything uh it could be an ongoing thing we could promote your thing from the duration we just could sit down and talk about a price or anything like that but if you have a business or you're starting a business a clothing line um anything volunteer volunteer work anything like that let us know we would definitely love to support and talk about it on the podcast yeah and like kita said just reach out we 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 all trying to help one another correct we trying to build each other up, build our city up, Trenton, New Jersey, for our, all of our listeners who are out yep, of the we state. We are from Shout Trenton, New Jersey. Shout out to Jersey. our Atlanta listeners, our D.C. listeners. Yep, we y'all support all y'all. Trenton and Philly is definitely listening the most. And we also got listeners in New Zealand. What? Yeah, but... Mom, I'm international now. <laughs> hey. <laughs> but before we wrap this episode up... Who's a celebrity or a person or athlete who motivated you or just inspires you? So, um, before I got this job with Reg, I had my own podcast too. And the person that really supported me the most and like gave me that push besides my family was my best friend. Shout out to my best friend, Jaquel. Like we had a heart to heart conversation and she was like, what do you want to do? Um, put yourself in a position to do it. Um, don't just sit around and wait. Like, she was just being super duper blunt with me, and I needed that. And, like, she just really gave me the push. I don't even know if she really understood. Like, she really gave me the motivation and the push to do it because I'm like, like, she my best friend. We've been friends since the 10th grade. Like, if she could be that blunt and be that honest with me and tell me just to do something and that she believed in me and she supported me, I couldn't. I was just taking it back because we've been friends since we were so young. So, for her to see my journey from uh, 10th grade to now, for her to call me out, like, you're not doing what you should be doing that I see for you to be doing. And I know that you could do it, but you're just sitting around and waiting. What are you waiting for? And I was like, wow, that's probably the realest thing I heard. So shout out to my best friend, Jaquel. She gave me the support um, to really push myself and put myself in that position. Um, a celebrity that I really look up to, and um, 
it's tough because I, I look, I, I watch a lot of YouTube videos and I listen to a lot of interviews. Jamel Hill, you guys know I'm a big fan of Jamel Hill. Take this clip, guys, and send it to Jamel Hill. Jamel Hill, this is Nikita Monroe Thomas from the Playmaker Podcast. Um, you being you uh, just embodies what uh, a black woman in this business should be. You stand for what you stand for. You believe in what you believe in. And you don't hold no punches. And um, seeing you in this light getting all... Uh, the support and everything you deserve with your podcast. I just want to say as a few, somebody that wants to be there, your journey has inspired me to want to push myself and uh, mold myself after you in a sense of just um, being who I am and just accepting who I am, you know, flaws and all, you don't hold anything back and you just being you, you're getting all the accolades that you deserve because you put in the work and I'm just trying to put in the work. So I just want to let you know, um, that you have been such an inspiration from your days at ESPN to what you're doing now. Um, and I just want to say, uh, continue to the hard work. Um, you are uplifting uh, black women in such a way that is so respectable and so honorable. And um, I just want to say thank you for continuing to do that and continue to do it so gracefully. So that's probably would be one person I would say. All right. So I like how you went with somebody personal and then somebody who's not really... Yeah, she's personal, but you don't know. Not yet. But uh, so on a personal tip, well, actually, both of mine are personal. But personal tip, I, I like to look at as my papa is like my mm-hmm. inspiration. Correct. Just based on the the family aspect of how mm-hmm. he loved my mom, and I mean everybody has their ups and downs, but he always treated he always treated us as a family and never never did anything bad in my eyes. Because, Correct. And he always was a working man. He worked. I ain't gonna tell y'all where he worked, but he's been there for a while. He's he's become a director there, and he's a lot of people in the city, not of recent, but in the past, they would t- tell him like, "Why not run for mayor?" Correct. I'm like, uh, in my mind, I'm like, damn. But it's because what your pop stand for, right? And, and the thing about it is, your pop been at the job for so long, and is in the community. You know, it's not. I know it's not difficult for your pop. I know they calling like, come here, come here. No, he chose to stay in the city, and and, and help kids and stuff like that. So that's honorable. You get what yeah, I'm saying? So I can that, understand and why. That, that and that's be. why he's my inspiration. And my, I guess my role model because he he stands for something. Like he knows what his mission is, what his Correct. purpose is on yeah. li- in life, mm-hmm. and he attacked it. Some people, kids are not their purpose, and I know me personally. I don't have the patience for kids. Mm-hmm. So I respect him even more because he, he's been doing that for 20 plus years. Correct. Um, and I, I, I was a member where he works and I watch kids go to him, ask for advice. I I saw him take workers under his wing. Correct. Be their role yep. models. Yep. But yep. that's one inspiration. Then I have, real quick, another one who I went to college with and now he's a big time fitness instructor in Atlanta. Wow. His name is G Bryant underscore on Instagram. Shout out to my guy. Go ahead Darryl. and go on that Instagram, guys. Y'all know y'all he, trying to get in shape for the he, summer. He's the owner of uh, the Loft in Atlanta. It's a big gym. Um, he's go been, ahead and support it, that too. My man Mel Weldon, mm-hmm. he actually told me he was on one of them reality shows working mm-hmm. out with somebody. I can't remember which one, so I'm not going to get it wrong, but... He, I saw him grind. We was in a. So y'all was in college together. We was in a, got to. Wow. Listen to this. He was. We was in the same like design class. Like, okay. It was a communication class. Mm-hmm. And he, I he wasn't there every class, but somehow, some way, he always had an A. So what I, what I'm trying to say is he, 
he knew what he wanted to do and he always knew how to get it done, whether it was the easy way or the hard way. He wasn't in class, but he still got an A. Correct. Like, how do you do so that? So he put himself so in a position, yeah. Maybe he, he was teaching himself at home because, you know, YouTube, you can find out yes, everything. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, he went from there. He, from Philly, moved to Atlanta. And I, I follow his story. He moved to Atlanta, didn't have much money. And now, and now fast forward, he's... He owns the loft in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and he's he's a he's a key figure in Atlanta and and around the world nowadays. And like I said, follow him on Instagram, G Brian underscore. He's doing big things. If you're in Atlanta, visit his gym. Please do, guys. Um, Black owned gym, guys. Y'all trying to get in shape exactly. for the summer. I know y'all trying to get in shape for the summer because I'm in the gym too, trying to get in shape. So if y'all in Atlanta, in the Atlanta area, go ahead and support. And G, I'll be there in Atlanta soon. I hope you're listening to this. And if you're not, I'm going to send you the clip anyway. So Correct. you don't have to listen. We're going to support. I'm going and, to Atlanta um, pretty soon too. <laughs> so now I know where to go to work out. Yeah, and those just are the people we that inspire us who are our role models who just support us no matter if we're doing good or, or, what, or bad. Correct. Those are just the people we feel like helped us along the way. Correct. And still helping us. And still helping us. Grown a grown man and a grown woman. Correct. Um, but like I said, we're closing out this episode. But you know what time it is. It's time to what get right, guys. It? It's time to get right. We're this, trying to get y'all together. You know what time it is. It's inspiration our get right time. segment. You know what time it is. It's time for inspiration. And Reg is on you today. Oh, I'm going first. Yes. So yes, what my my little inspiration message or motivational messages just for the people. I want you guys to not measure your success by other people's success. Mm. <sighs> Drop the mic. Uh, nah, but in all seriousness, don't don't look don't keep watching. You can watch people, but don't judge yourself. yourself based mm-hmm. on what they're doing. Everybody has their own has their own road to success. Whatever success may be to you, some people money is success. Uh, other people is just helping that next person. So. Mm-hmm. Like, don't don't worry about what other people are doing. God got you, your blessing, got your journey separate. Your name is on it already. Yeah. You just have to fulfill it. And you just got to wait and be patient. So just just stop comparing yourself. Mm-hmm. Comparing yourself to everything. Oh, he's a better businessman to me. Or he's a better basketball player to me. Or he's a better rapper to me. Or a singer. Mm-hmm. Or yep. uh, a chef. Or anything. Stop comparing yourself and do the best that you can do. That you can do with mm-hmm. what you're doing. That, yep. it's, that's why we can't succeed because we looking at how other people succeed and think that's how we got to succeed. No, your journey is different. That's not the way. Mm-mm. We got this podcast going. Other people doing way better than us, but that's other people's opinion. What's our opinion? We're doing the best that we can at this moment. Correct. And if we, we think otherwise, then we're going to chase, chase people in. And chase numbers and chase money and Correct. sponsorships. And that's, that's not, not what it's about doing. right now. Mm-mm. It's about building this bond with Kita and I. Correct. Building a bond with our listeners, our Correct. loyal listeners, our new listeners. And just building a relationship with everybody so that they know we're serious about this. And we're going to keep giving you guys content, whether it be through podcast, video, or on our social media accounts. Correct. So, long story short... Don't judge your success by other people's success. Mm. Reg, you didn't. I said the bar. You've been knocking ah. it out the park. Let's get it. Every episode, and I and I gotta follow. Uh, guys, I'm gonna talk to you about health. Guys, go to the doctor, okay, guys. Um, go to the dentist. Go to the 
uh, get a checkup, guys. Your health is important. I'm not a um, a food guru health or nothing well. like that. But guys, watch what you're putting into your body. I'm telling you guys, eating that fast food and all that stuff, you, you're going to feel how you you eat. You eat all that trash and stuff, you're going to feel sluggish, guys. At the end of the day, guys, if you're not working for yourself, you're working for these companies, you go there, eat all that bad food, now you sluggish, now you can't come home and do what you, uh, your aspirations that you have otherwise from the 9 to 5. So go to the doctor, go to the dentist, make sure your health good. Self, uh, get yourself together, guys. Don't be consumed with all everything else. Have a day to yourself that you just unwind and then you want to read a book or you want to learn about finances, get a hobby. Don't be so consumed with everything because this life is so short, you know? So guys, be healthy. I'm not saying all the time. Ain't nothing wrong with a little cheat meal here and there, but overall. I definitely love Qdoba. My bad. Qdoba, My bad. yeah, it's pretty good. I'm a Chick-fil-A person, but yeah. I like to uh, space it out, so, you know? So when I eat Chick-fil-A, I like I never had it. Like, wow, this is so good. I never had this chicken sandwich and fries before. Um, but in all seriousness, guys, health, guys, health, health, health. In the black community, we're at an all-time high of high cholesterol, high blood pressure, diabetes, guys. So really be serious about your health and understand um, that what you put into your body is how you will feel. You put trash and all that stuff into your body. Um, it really holds holds you down. Holds you down and it sticks to you guys. So if if uh, seven days in a week, try two. Summer coming up. You know, summer coming up. Try two days a week to eat healthy and then and then gradually go up. I'm not saying change your whole lifestyle in one day because it doesn't happen in one day, but try healthy alternatives, guys. More fruits, more vegetables. If you like unhealthy things, try to find healthy alternatives. Oh, I like nachos okay let me find healthy nachos online oh i like pizza let me find healthy pizza so guys just be mindful of your health guys self health and love guys just be mindful remember about yourself guys i know we get consumed with wanting to be there for everybody else but yourself your health is important so that's what i would say today and that's why we want y'all to get right we love we 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 love just helping as long as we help one person one person gets something out of of our messages, that's yeah. all that matters. Yeah, we're not trying to preach to y'all. We're not preachers or anything like that. But we definitely just, it just was on our heart. I went to the doctor today and stuff like that. So that was just on my mind and on my heart. Like, I've been just checking things off a list that I want to do. I want to get get healthy. I want to eat better. I want to um, understand about uh, what I'm putting into my body. And I want to know the histories of health in my family and what's causing X, Y, and Z. So that's what I'm doing. And maybe you should do that. Maybe see what's going on in your family. Why diabetes so high in your family? What can I do to change that? So that's all I'm doing. I appreciate that input. And guys, thank you for listening. But before we go, uh, we got some things cooking up. If all things align, if all the stars align, next week we're going to have a big interview. Yep, Just pray for interview, us. Guys. Just Look, pray for us. We'll be on the lookout, guys. Be on uh, the lookout. Be, pray for us. Hope that it goes through. And, um... Just to follow our social media accounts, Playmaker Podcast, my personal account, RD Coleman One. And I'm Queen Keita 14 on IG. Uh, Nikita Monroe Thomas on Facebook. I'll be on Facebook a little bit, but most of the time I'm just reposting the Playmaker Podcast. So you might just want to catch me yeah, on Facebook IG. Yeah, Facebook's our last one. Yeah, you just might want to catch us on IG. Guys, we post a lot. Reg posts a lot on the Playmaker Podcast. I post a lot on my personal social media. And we're just uh, trying to promote ourselves and and and. Bring it up. So, guys, just support. Go ahead and listen, guys. You you have, an, you have 30 to 40 minutes a day. And just listen and support us, guys, and give us feedback. That's yeah, all we're asking and, for. And this one is a little longer. This episode don't it's not going to be this long all the time, but we just had a lot to cover, and it was just genuine conversation. It's just like we're not recording. We're just talking for real, and we just lose track of time. But Correct. like we said, thank you guys for listening in. 
thank you to our new listeners. Correct. Thank we you to our, you so much. our existing listeners from all over the world. This is the Playmaker Podcast. I'm Reggie Cohn. I'm Nikita Monroe Thomas. See y'all next week. Peace. Yeah. I'm a creative, so let me create. Nothing's promised, so I'm awake. Thinking all the things. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.